The Mindspo Podcast. What do you see with your mind's eyes? Welcome back. Let's elevate. Roll your shoulders up and back. Unclench your jaw. Elongate your spine as you take a deep breath in. And now, exhale. Now take your mind to that person, place, or thing that you have gratitude for and start to feel into the joy available to you at all times. Elevate into a higher vibration as we expand together and dive into this conversation. Welcome back to the Mindspo podcast. You are tuning in for the Mindspo manifestation series brought to you by Manifesty app. And across from me, I have the other co-founder of Mindspo and Manifesty app, my partner in crime and life and in business. Hello, hello. Crystal. 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 So today, I'm actually really excited about today's episode because I feel like it is something that I don't think people would ever think that we would talk about on a manifestation episode, but I actually feel like is a fundamental thing that has helped me manifest some of the things that I needed in my life more than ever. So to give you some context, in today's episode, we are going to be talking about step three in my manifestation process, which is if you go all the way back in this podcast to episode number two, you will see that we have the Mindspo X Manifesty Manifestation System. This is Manifestation 101, where I give you a step-by-step guide of all the different steps that you can take to manifest. And step three is all about beliefs. In order to manifest, we must get our beliefs in alignment with our desires. So if you have a desire to attract something into your life, but you have a belief that it's not true, then you have to do the work to go into your subconscious and into your conscious mind to reprogram, to reshift, to change that belief so that you can get it in alignment. And in this podcast, you're going to hear us talk a lot about beliefs. And I think one of the best things that we can do as people that have been manifesting and on this personal growth path for quite some time is that we can share some of the beliefs that have been foundational in us creating the life that we have created and foundational and really healing because I... I look at manifestation as a way of healing certain things. A lot of the things I've manifested in my life, like my greatest manifestations and also soul's greatest manifestations, it's not like cars and money and houses and trips. Yeah, that's all really fun. Yes, give me all the things. But my greatest manifestations have been feelings, joy, happiness, relationship, healing. Like that is why I started a manifestation journey. The first thing I really feel like I ever manifested that made a massive impact on me that changed my life was my own happiness. And I feel like a lot of people look at manifestation as a way to gain material things. And I want to invite you in this episode to also look at manifestation as a way to heal wounds within yourself and to look at life in a new way and maybe even heal relationships. So with all that said, one of the foundational things I feel like we hear when we are very young is, do you want to take it away, baby? People don't change. Ah, people don't change. Mm. I feel like 
everyone in their childhood has heard this from an adult at some point or other, whether it's your parents or a teacher or maybe even in a movie or in popular culture. People don't change as something that I remember from a really young age. It was this idea that people are solid and if someone is a certain way, then that's how they're always going to be. Did, do you remember this in your childhood, babe? I've heard this so many times. You're still even in adulthood. You hear people express this all the time and I think it, it hints at a mentality that I think is incredibly disempowering. Mm. I feel like it's the battle cry of the hurt and the victim mentality. If you believe that people don't change, you immediately leave. You also let yourself off the hook for needing to change. It's like you're saying like, yeah, people don't change. So like I am how I am. They are how they are. I don't need to forgive. I don't need to forget. I don't know where it comes from. I think it comes from many different places, but I just, my subjective perception of it is that it's deeply flawed. I feel like it's a deep one. Like this is such a real foundational one. And I I think this is so interesting because when you go into the subconscious mind and when you start to really understand how beliefs (laughs) and how programming works, it's like we are all programmed through our subconscious beliefs, through these things that were said to us and these feelings and just these sorts of situations that we are around at a young age. And this idea that people don't change, even if you're listening right now and you're like, oh yeah, I believe people don't change, but you've heard that saying. And it's at some point or other, unless you was super conscious as a kid, a lot of people actually have this as like a foundational belief. And it's something that I have even found in my own life when I wanted to bypass something or skip something or feel differently about something. It's a real easy one just to throw out and go, oh, well, you, she'll never change. People don't change. And that then kind of lets me off the hook. So why are we talking about this with manifesting? Well, we want to talk about this because If you believe that people don't change, firstly, you are people. (laughs) So when you are saying people don't change, you are also saying you don't change. Now, that should ring some alarm bells because if you are on a personal growth journey or if you're wanting to manifest, manifestation is about change and transformation. It's about having a shift from one reality to the next. So you have an inherent subconscious belief if you believe that people don't change, that you don't change or that it's difficult for you to change. And therefore, you are essentially putting a roadblock between your own transformation. That's the thing. It's not founded on anything. You Mm. couldn't stop changing if you tried. Try to stop changing. Good luck. Your body's rebuilding all of its cells every few years. Every seven years or something, they say pretty much all of our cells have been regenerated. There's a great, I remember there was a great story by Alan Watts where he was saying that like you are what you eat, right? You are what you eat because he says you are literally the river of drinks and foods and materials that you're putting in and through your body. You are sustained by it. Mm -hmm. So like just realizing how much in flux you are because if you stopped eating, you would cease to be. In a period, in a short period of time, you would just disappear. You'd be gone. You would die. So, like realizing that you are a part of this ever-changing, in-flux system, and in fact, even reality itself. Don't expect me to give you the answer here, but one thing I can tell you is that the answers don't really exist. To say that like things don't change is a very deterministic. Oh, that's like scientific sounding, but the real foundational basis. I'm pretty sure it was last year. The, uh, the Nobel Prize for Physics went to three guys who proved that the universe isn't local. 
So like even science is now at a frontier where they're talking about the observer effect and quantum entanglement and the, the particles are only there if you're there to observe them. So it's essentially like a hologram that you are creating through your own perception. It's the things that like the yogis have been talking about for thousands of years is now even a scientific discussion. Mm. So the thing is you are as malleable and changeable and evolvable as you yourself believe yourself to be. Mm. It's not that you could ever stop changing anyway, but you can definitely slow your rate of change. You can definitely cock block your ability to evolve to a higher version of yourself. Mm. It's so interesting to look around in your life and realize that everything that you have in your life right now is a echo of your past manifesting. And there's a trap there because it's very easy to just look at what you have currently and then be like, that's it. This is what I've got. This is what I've got. But you don't realize that from this current standpoint, you can create anything else. But if you're just focused on the physical, on what is, rather than letting your imagination actually wander to what is possible for me, because anything is, maybe maybe anything is, why not? Every great story of someone who's gone from rags to riches or something is a story of somebody who, against all odds, against all environments, against all outside influences, believed in a greater thought, in a greater story. And they believed that they were able to change. They could change massively. And so it's just, it's a great thing to embrace that you are whoever you pretend to be. And if you decide to take on a new personality trait, if you believe that you are capable of something, you're worthy of something, even if it feels icky and weird and strange at first, if you just maintain it for a little while, eventually it will just become you Mm -hmm. and you will become that. And that is always the process of change. So yeah, it's just about plucking out this very disempowering thought. Yeah. And what I want to say here is I feel that people don't change, but I feel like we have that core belief that we have to rewire and remind ourselves that people do change. We'll get into how to do that. Mm -hmm. But then I feel like sometimes that belief is then projected onto certain people that we will look at our life and go, oh, this person won't change. And it's because we have heard this idea that people don't change. It seems natural that we'll say that this person's always going to be how they are. I want to give a very personal, relatable story here. So One of the things that I have manifested is I've really healed my relationship with my parents. I went through a rocky stage with my parents for a few years there, and I've had ups and downs with them. And the relationship I'm specifically talking about, what I call my parents, my dad and my stepmom. And my dad and my stepmom and I have really had such a ever-changing relationship. But there was a period of time in my own healing journey where I decided that they won't change. They're just how they are. And I was really kind of closed off to communicate with them or doing anything with them. And in that belief system where I was just putting them in a box, I wasn't ever allowing myself to see things from a different point of view. So what I'd done is I had like really frozen that relationship and just seen that like the wound was there, the issues were done, there was nothing to be fixed. I don't even want to go into it. And there's actually a few years of my own healing journey where I didn't speak to my dad and my stepmom for a year or something there, which was really hurtful for them. But then in changing that belief that they they can change, they can evolve, what actually I had to do is I had to believe within myself that I could see them differently. And I think that's a really powerful way to reframe this. And how can you see the people 
from your own lens of perception that you think can't change in a different light? And how can you challenge yourself to look at them differently and maybe see them from a different perspective rather than maybe seeing them from your perspective, maybe seeing things from their perspective as well. And it's like, I I feel with this, it's so much of us having to realize that people will not change unless you change how you look at them and giving yourself permission to look at them in a different way. And I'll give an example here, right? If someone was at work and they were working in a marketing job and you absolutely love your marketing job, like it's your favorite job, you are kicking it. It's the best. You've got great pay. You love the clients you work with. You love your team, but you hate your manager. Like your manager is just like an absolute thunder dick. Like you cannot stand them. Thunder dick. Thunder dick. I was going to use another word, but I realized I shouldn't say that on the podcast. You mean see you next Tuesday? They're a thunder dick. So there's there's thunder dick of a manager. Is just like this pain in the ass of the manager, right? You (laughs) you've decided that this pain in the ass of the manager, like they are going to be how they are, and maybe someone knew them from another job a few years ago. They've always been like this. Now, if you've decided that that person's always going to be like this, then you are going to go to work, and you are always going to expect that person to be how they are, right? You are never going to ever open your mind and have curiosity to look and see something different about them. When you have a belief and it is so narrowed and so refined, what you do is you actually just put your blinders on and you don't open up to the perspective that things could be different. And I think so much about changing a belief is actually just being curious, like deciding like maybe this person is just going through something and they could change, they could shift. So I think so much of it is you actually having the invitation to yourself to look at things differently and to be willing to see this person from a different perspective. 100%. You know how I do this? Uh-huh. I'll give you a little piece of I could tell mind. that you had something brewing because you were I, looking at me I with get, the- I get Rochelle, all kinds of stuff popping Rochelle, in shut up. I'm about to fire I, My brain's always like, quick, say this. And I'm like, <laughs> shut up. Just let her talk. So how I do this is I believe the universe is this reality is, isn't a singular instance. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a singular linear plane of reality. And mind you, this is not about trying to prove this. I don't give a shit about the scientific evidence behind this. This is just a belief that I have that some people in the manifestation space echo, people who channel their echo. I've heard this in multiple places. And I've just gone, you know what? How would my life change if I accepted this version of reality? And this perfectly plays into seeing the potential for change in anything. So I believe that the universe is essentially that there are infinite reality timelines that exist simultaneously, like next to each other, basically. We're going to do a whole episode on this. Yes. And mind you, I'm not always seeing reality from this because I also grew up in a very reductionist, physically centered kind of life is just reality, little Chris, this is not for you, whatever. So I still have all of these, the baggage is back there from this perception of reality, but I'm always playing with like, well, what if? And so the way that I see it is that any reality is possible 
because it exists. If you can imagine it, it exists. And so there is a reality tunnel where your manager has a spiritual awakening overnight. There is a reality tunnel where the, your manager goes through a breakup and it goes, takes them through a, a deep, dark night of the soul. There is one where they just wake up one morning and they're like, you know what? Maybe I should be a little bit nicer to that one person I work with or something. Or maybe I'll stop seeing her as competition. There are infinite realities. There's, there's, Reality tunnels where she leaves, where you get a new manager, right? So all of this exists. And so whenever you're choosing to see something and feel a certain way, if you change your normal way of being, then you start to attract and eventually like pop into different alternative reality spaces. Yeah. And so this is just something to like – Everyone wants to tell you how to live your life, right? Like we live on this planet where people are constantly telling you, telling each other their beliefs, including us right now, right? It's like we're sharing like this is how I see. And I, I've thought about this before. It's, I think we do this because deep down you have to become okay with the fact that we don't really know. There's most questions do not have answers, and that can feel a little bit scary. It feels like, oh, I don't like that. I like to have an answer for everything. I like to have a seal of approval and somebody in a uniform tell me that, don't worry, Chris, tomorrow this will happen. Then you can feel nice and safe and secure, but that's just not reality. Most people want to know who they are. They People are trying to find who am I? And the thing is, there is no answer. There's no answer in English. There's no answer in language, in sound. There is a sense. There is a feeling you could feel at home in your body and on this planet in this reality but that is a feel it's an incomplete feeling it's a feeling of i don't can't i can't verbalize it and so i think the more time you spend realizing the ridiculousness and vastness and mystery of reality and realize that there are barely any answers and the only, there's only a place for curiosity and, and awe, really, because everything else is just, it's just a pretend symbol of the actual thing. But the more you can lean into that, the more you realize that saying something like people don't change is it just shows you that you're just looking at reality through a little pinhole. You're not actually seeing how insane this whole thing is, how vast this whole thing is, how mysterious this whole thing is. Yeah. And I feel like these sorts of beliefs, right? These ideas like, oh, people don't change. They're actually the beliefs that really hold us back from the most amount of pleasure. Sure. Because when you had the belief that people don't change, then the people that hurt you, the relationships that you had that maybe have fallen through or the friendships that maybe you want to heal are never going to be healed because you are holding up a fundamental belief that people do not change. And there is so much expansion and magic and transformation in the reality of people changing things completely moving and you having a different experience of reality. So I feel like sometimes when it comes to manifesting, we are so focused on manifesting the car and the house and the amount of money and the status symbols or the amount of Instagram followers. And it's, yeah, that's all well and good. Cool. Manifest those things. Amazing. There's nothing wrong with that. But how about you also manifest things that are really going to enhance your life at a really deep core level, like manifesting healing your relationships, manifesting having stronger connections with people that maybe you deeply 
deep within your soul want to have a connection with, but you just haven't even thought about how manifestation could apply to your relationships. And I really do believe that you can apply manifestation to so many different things and you can completely change your experience with someone through the power of manifestation, through changing your beliefs, through changing how you think and feel. Like when you change internally, your external reality changes because your inner world creates your outer world. So you've got to do the work on your inner world in order to experience a different outer world reality. Yeah, I think also if you believe that people can't change, that don't people don't change, maybe you then attract a reality tunnel where that actually becomes the truth. So there you go. You have manifested Groundhog Day where every day is the same. It's if that's the experience that you want, you, you can have that. Just keep echoing that belief and then that is what you'll get. And then when you see that the people around you in fact aren't changing, you can then say, see I was right. Yeah. And I also want to preface here something that has stopped me with this belief. And it was actually the reason intimately why I didn't want to talk about this. That was my wounding here is if I believe that people can change and I accept that people can change and people do change, but I still don't want them in my life, does that make me a bad person? And that was something that I was like thinking about before going on this podcast. I'm like, sometimes I feel like I even hold the belief that certain people will not change or are how they are because I don't really want to have a relationship with them. And it's way better to put them in a box and say they're never going to change than for me to look at it with a new lens of love. And I think that this is this is about seeing life through a place of love and realizing that even if someone does change, it doesn't mean that you have to now invite everyone that acts differently into your life, but it is such a better belief and such a better, more harmonious place for all your relationships when you invite people to change and also where you create space for people to change. Something that I do with this is when I'm around someone that maybe in the past has triggered me or has sent me up the wrong way, I will intentionally be with that person and I will invite myself to find evidence. I will make it my mission while I am with this person in their energy field. Maybe this is a a person who's a trigger for me or an activator for me. And while I'm in their space, I'll be like, today's challenge is that I am going to find ways in which this person has changed, how they are different. And lo and behold, when I do that, when I make my focus to find ways that they have changed and they have shifted, then what am I going to see? I'm going to see more of that. If you go into a relationship or if you go into a situation with someone where you are completely closed off and you're like, they're not going to change. They are just the way they are. Well, guess what? You're going to see things the way they are. Because, law of assumption. Yeah, that you are literally operating at the law of assumption. And these sorts of fundamental beliefs are, they're so important to work on because, for example, classic, people don't change. The other one is a leopard never changes its spots. Now, something that I do with this one is, yes, you know what? I'm not going to disagree with that. A leopard does never change its spots, but guess what? People are not leopards. And it's so interesting that we have these sayings, these programs that have been put into our head that we have been saying, and that would be such a normal thing for us to say in conversation. And if you said that in conversation, how many people would pull you up? Not many, because 
these sorts of sayings are so ingrained in our subconscious. Yeah, people just go, mm. yeah, people go, yeah mm, I believe oh, yeah, that. I know people like and that. I think that is so fascinating because these are the deep-rooted things that if we were to pull out and do the work on and release, we're going to see such a shift. So some of my action steps for this one is firstly, when you're around people that you think won't change or that trigger you, set your subconscious, set your reticular activating system, the challenge to find ways in which they are different. So it's kind of like a where's Wally, but for change. So look at them, look at the situation and make it your challenge to see changes, to see shifts. And I think the other thing is just to remind yourself and look at all the ways that you have changed and also remember that you are flawed. This one is really, really big for me. I like to, when someone's really hurt me or really frustrated me, I like to go back into myself and go, Rochelle, where are all the ways that you are flawed? Where are all the ways that your shadow has come up? Where are all the ways that you have stuffed up or acted out of alignment or done something wrong? Because when I look at that within myself, I realize that I'm just like other people and they're just like me and we are humans and we are flawed. So we have to give people space to be able to change, to be able to transform. We're flawed, but we're also perfect in our imperfection, right? Oh, well done, yes. So, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a paradox. Always. There's so all, many things all, are. Yeah. So, yeah, this was a, a bit of a different one. As much as I love talking about all of the creating a reality stuff and I'm so passionate about this, these sorts of things for me personally, like as someone who holds space and works with people and healing, these are the things that I feel make the biggest change in your life because relationships are everything. We should probably do a, a whole entire episode, babe, on the fact that through a 12-year relationship, God, I have had to see you change and transform so much and I've had to accept that you are changing and transforming. And that has been what has actually allowed us to continue our relationship. If I believed that you were just going to stay the same and I had that expectation, we would have broken up a very long time ago. So yeah. Anyway. Thank you so much for listening. No worries. If you enjoyed this conversation, please share it on your Instagram stories. I'm sure there is someone out there that, you know, would probably click on a manifestation podcast and think they're going to get a high vibe chat all about creating a reality and manifesting a million dollars that probably actually needs a chat about how they could see people from a different point of view and see things through a new lens. So please share this episode if it resonated with you. There are so many people out there that, you know, don't know about this podcast and maybe you could be the person to direct them our way. We are sending you you so much love thank you so much for listening and we'll see you in the next one thank you for joining me for this episode you can discover more from mindspo on instagram and tiktok by following at mindspo and myself at rochelle underscore fox if this episode inspired you then please pass it on and share the love and if you're new to our world and you want to elevate your mind and step into your best self, then be sure to download our app Manifesty from the App Store and take advantage of the free trial. With Manifesty, you can create your own vision board movies, practice powerful meditations and set affirmation reminders so your phone supports your journey towards that abundant vision of your future. And lastly, always remember, you create your own reality. So go and make some magic.